0: Welcome to Perspective Radio, guys, where we talk about everything in perspective. I'm Ravi, and I'm here with my co-host Ishan, and today we'll be talking about meditation. And if you guys don't know, um, I have been meditating quite a while, and Ishan is a very regular meditator, and I don't think if that's the right term, but yeah, he meditates regularly on a daily basis. And so let's get on with it. Uh, so Ishan, what are your thoughts on that?
1: well definitely it is a right term yes a person who meditates is indeed a meditator and uh, the topic that we have chosen today is meditation um now let me talk about meditation from the indian perspective because i believe we are the people who first begin meditating right and then the entire world
0: yeah of course uh like one I mean, of course,
1: I, I think I should let like you speak and then ask my question. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, in South India, I'm talking about the Indian Peninsula. In South India, meditation is called as Dhyanam, Dhyanam. If we travel a bit north, we call the very same thing as Dhyana or Dhyan. If mm-hmm. we travel to the east, that is east of India, the very same thing becomes Zen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this entire tradition of meditation is actually originated from India only. And let us uh, talk in a very rudimentary sense. Ravi, what do you um, take meditation to be? What do you think meditation is?
0: I think it's more like a state of flow.
1: State of flow?
0: Yeah.
1: Well, anger is also a state of flow. So is happiness. But what is meditation? Well, uh-
0: Maybe maybe it's it's more like uh, being with yourself and like letting thoughts come and go.
1: Well, I believe I can do the very same thing watching television. Also, I can let thoughts come and go. Then, what is the point in uh, sitting cross-legged in meditating? Mm. Listen.
0: It's it's kind of it's kind of a, a what do you call it? Uh, usually, like doing, but like. Can you not meditate while watching TV or like, you know, because a yogi stays the same way no matter where he, what he does, right?
1: Um, <laughs> let me try to talk because these days I've been reading books and lots and lots of people who claim to be self-help gurus and motivational speakers, they are deriving their own definitions of meditation. Like there is a very prominent self-help teacher in India, let's not take names. <laughs> he is very popular on YouTube. So uh, I was watching one of his videos, and he was talking about for different people, meditation is different. For some, it for an artist, it might be painting. For a dancer, it might be dancing. Nobody, no meditation, is something else. It is not dancing or painting. Uh, I'll tell you how. Yeah. Um, you know one thing that you are having a physical body and a mental body,
0: right? Yeah, we do have a physical body and a mental body.
1: That uh, that uh, this is what you call your mind and your body right mm-hmm. you you know where your brain is but you do not know where your mind is right mm-hmm. um, when i talk about the physical body i'm talking about um, your flesh and blood and when i talk about the mental body i am talking about your thought emotion beliefs your entire thinking machinery okay
0: mm-hmm. right yeah
1: now what meditation does is meditation tends to create a distance between you and your mind mm-hmm. Because if you are meditating, what will happen? You will uh, get to see that your mind is somewhere else. Your physical body is somewhere else. And what actually you are, you are somewhere else. And what it does after, after creating this distance is that once this distance is created, I am talking about when you meditate properly. Well, listen to music and sitting sitting cross-legged is on meditation. <laughs> okay. Um, then you will, rea- you will realize that um, the inner turmoil and the external turmoil those things won't have any impact on you if you meditate properly.
0: Um, you just said that it, it, meditation creates a distance between you, your body, and your mind, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, is it a good thing? Like, what does it do? Like, if it creates a distance, what does it actually do to us? I'll tell you. Is it, favorable, I... is it unfavorable? Does that put us in a like a different state of mind?
1: Well, I'll tell you. Listen, um, a whole lot of people, uh, let's say Ravi, you and me here, or let's say 10 years on the line, or 10 years even before when we're talking, mm-hmm. essentially human beings are in search of pleasantness, right? Yeah. yeah. We want, there is something within us. I think we have talked about this in some other podcast also before. There is something within us that wants to be a bit more, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I am caged in a small cellular jail and tomorrow I am allowed to go to a, you know, a bigger space which is still confined, there will be a moment I will want to go beyond that as well, right? Mm -hmm. Now, people tend to try to find this level of infiniteness, infinity. But because essentially you wish to expand to infinite levels, right? If tomorrow, mm-hmm. if tomorrow, um, you become let's say the king of planet Earth, mm-hmm. you you want to become the king of Mars, and then you want to ke- become the king of Neptune, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this infinite desire, people try to tackle this in limited quantities. Somebody might um get a you know start go- uh, going to a bar to bottle down a couple of drinks mm-hmm. to uh, become pleasant for a certain level of time. Somebody else might try to get the very same thing by doing something with um exceptional levels of intensity. That is what um normally uh, creative people do, right? Mm-hmm. Like I do poetry. So somebody might do poetry for this pleasantness. Somebody watch. Somebody might watch television. Somebody might read a book. Somebody might watch a YouTube video. Somebody might just sleep, or you know, things like that.
0: You know, a question just came
1: into my mind. Let me just complete. Yeah. Okay. But but what meditation essentially does is. Mm-hmm. All these things, be it going to a bar, uh, going to, let's say, um, going to a bar, going to a cinema hall, going to the temple, going to, let's say, watching your favorite Netflix series, all of things definitely bring you pleasantness, but that is not sustainable. That is just the temporarily. It will go in sometime, mm-hmm. right? And alcohol, if you try to get this with alcohol, it will also give you a hangover. <laughs> so what meditation does is, it definitely brings you the very same level of satisfaction. However, this satisfaction is not temporary. It is sustainable. Sure. That is what it does. That's why it's very, very important to create a distance between you and your mind.
0: So basically, it makes the state of pleasantness more sustainable, right? Uh, yeah. But like, something that I wanted to ask mm-hmm. was that like, is there a difference between pleasantness and pleasure?
1: Well, I believe the word pleasure is a... If you use the dictionary, I'm just um, trying to tell you what I am of the perspective of. Pleasure is um, physical. It is limited, isn't it?
0: Yeah. But is it only physical? Like Because like there can be mental pleasure as well. I mean, if you watch movies, you feel good, right?
1: But uh, when the movie ends, you are again at the very same place, aren't you? You might take certain things from the movie. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know they're acting, don't you? You do. Yeah. And moreover, moreover, um, the, uh, I'm not against movies, I like movies, but mm-hmm. if one is watching um, cinema for the purpose of entertainment, that's okay. But um, uh, how to put it, if somebody is trying to watch cinema to make their life bigger, it is definitely much better. However, if somebody is trying to watch cinema to escape their life's turmoils, then mm-hmm. that's a disaster because what are you doing in cinema? You are trying to watch somebody else's life, which you know is a is a false life, and trying to live it. <laughs> God said, "Go out and live your life." Why can't you do that? Do you get it?
0: Yeah, I do. But, but like, how does that separate pleasure from pleasantness?
1: Sorry, I just debated. Um, pleasure, um, in my perspective, is just um, a state of physical um, is a, is of physical nature, while if we talk about mental, you're talking about mental pleasure, right? Mm-hmm. Mental pleasure in the sense of the kind of satisfaction we get after, let's say, getting good grades or watching a movie,
0: right? Yeah.
1: Right. So uh, you can call it what you want to call it, but essentially that level of pleasantness, be it pleasure or let's say you, you mean call it happiness or whatever you wish to call it, ecstasy. Mm-hmm. all these things are basically uh, the, the, the 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 mood point, the crux point here is whether they are sustainable or not. And all these are names. I believe you're just putting labels on the very same ex- level of experience, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So how, I don't think there is any need to, try to differentiate them because if they are sustainable, if I am if I am uh, pleasant in my body twenty four hours a day, then I believe I'm enlightened. <laughs> I'm in the next level. For God's sake,
0: I'm Therefore, therefore, if someone meditates and like the kind of feeling he gets, whether he call it, whether he calls it uh, pain, pleasure, or uh, pleasantness it's all the same thing you know because meditation offers this consistent state of happiness or pleasantness as you called it or whatever we can label it whatever we want but it's essentially the same thing for everyone right
1: it is uh yeah it is actually meditation tries to create uh tries to how to put it meditation tries to galvanize you against the situations that happen around you mm-hmm. let's say a person comes and hurts me and abuse it is up to me whether I wish to take abuse or not. That mm-hmm. person might keep on hurling abuses to me. But if I refuse to take anything from him, it won't affect me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Meditation brings me that ability. Or if I have that ability, meditation tries to enhance it.
0: So I am seeing another aspect here. Is that mm-hmm. meditation also give you, gives you a greater sense of self-control. Or maybe you call it self-liberation if you want. Mm-hmm. So is that the case? Like, would you like to elaborate on
1: that? Well, um, what you're calling as self-control, I would, um, basically, you're trying to control yourself. And one wishes to control a certain thing when that thing is beyond, when that thing acts um, on its own, right?
0: Or I would say that it puts us in a better position to consciously take decisions and consciously... I was
1: coming to that only. I'll tell you, Ravi, this is about consciousness versus compulsiveness. Mm-hmm. meditation tries to bring you from compulsiveness to consciousness i believe mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just tell you there is a very ancient sanskrit shloka it says asato ma sadgamaya tamaso ma jyotirgamaya Mrityur ma amritam gamaya which uh, means from true from untruth to truth from darkness to light and from death to liberation this mm-hmm. these are the three essential things what meditation brings you you're trying to, from a compulsive being which is ruled by his compulsions need of food, water, Instagram, Facebook or anything for that matter you're trying to become a conscious human being you do certain things because you want them to do not because your body tells you to do it or because you are unable to control your or to do it that's why and I believe that is what real freedom is, isn't it?
0: I mean, it is in one way or the other
1: it is because it is very it's terribly bad if um Uh, Let's say if somebody else is not taking instructions from me. Okay, we can try to, uh, um, you know, we can try to understand that that person is having his life. But if I am doing certain things, which I know I should not be doing, or if I'm doing certain things which I do not want to do, then I believe this is ultimate slavery, isn't it? It is.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do completely agree with you. And like, all this is, I mean, really awesome. In the last section of this episode uh, I would like to discuss something that all of us actually really want Mm -hmm. and I I also want to hear this from you as well Uh, the thing is that uh, I have tried to meditate and I have done meditation I know how it feels in one way or the other I know how it feels and I but the problem is that like all of us have not been able to meditate regularly so What kind of suggestions do you have for those people who are not able to meditate or like how should they meditate regularly on a regular basis on a daily basis? So what are your thoughts on that? Like, would you like to suggest uh, a few tips or something like that?
1: Uh, Well, first of all, let me be very clear. I'm not qualified to give any tips. I can tell you what I've been doing. And I'm just, uh, you know, usually Yeah, food. no, as, of
0: course, as a practitioner.
1: <laughs> as a practitioner, definitely. Um, well, uh, in my opinion, where there is a will, there is a way, right? If we want to meditate, we will definitely meditate. And I don't think that there needs to be a specific time to meditate. Somebody says, do it early in the morning somebody says do it early in the you know late in the night don't do it when the sun is up in the air at noon i do not think that we should get into all these technicalities if we are doing basic meditation this might be true for advanced meditative practices which we are which we are not doing right now in any case right so um i think that if one really wishes to try to reduce his or her compulsions if one really wishes to get the liberty of at least choosing the way you want to lead your life to, then he or she should at least give, if not, let's say, an hour or half an hour, at least 20 minutes to meditate a day. Can't he or she? He can.
0: Yeah, and like, don't you think 20 minutes is a bit too much for life beginners? Like, you
1: know? No, like, I'm saying... I've
0: I um, hardly ever meditated for 20 minutes in a row. Only once, I think, I did. Once or twice.
1: No, but... Um, um, your mind might run away, you uh, might not be able to meditate, but at least you sit there for 20 minutes without, and I believe sitting still would also help you a lot. Because lots and lots of activity actually creates yeah, chaos within think, you and outside yeah. you. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with you, you know, like these days there's so much overstimulation in this world, Uh, because like 5, five seven, 10 years ago, like uh, this internet thing was also not as famous, and like people at least I think like it's really essential that no matter what what you're doing of course I don't want you to be completely lonely for a, a whole day but uh, like even if five ten minutes you can sit alone without any stimulation without any external stimulation and like just be with yourself like I think that that would go far far away than sitting every day and like meditating continuously or trying to meditate for five hours ten hours.
1: Hmm. and yeah. apart from this meditation if you, it's just a simple google search if you just yeah. uh, benefits yeah. of meditation yeah. it enhances your focus it helps you calm your nerves it um you know lowers your blood pressure there are multiple be- n number of benefits yeah. it helps you concentrate the n number of benefits it helps you become more open to things mm-hmm. there are n number of benefits of meditation and yeah. you're right definitely because i believe um Yes, activity is essentially important. It's very, very important. However, we should also know when to slow down, or when to stop. Right?
0: Yeah, definitely. Like I think this episode like was one of the best episodes for all the other episodes that we have recorded till now. And like I really enjoyed it. And I think on that note, we should conclude this episode. Um, uh, I think you guys should also start meditating. Um, if not completely meditation, just like sit five ten minutes alone without any stimulation every day, I think that would be a great, great practice. And I think, yeah, you can buy Ishan's book. Ishan has written a book. The link would be in the description. And you can give feedback about this podcast to me on my Twitter handle. That is at the rate logs. That would be all from my side. And that would be all from Ishan as well. Uh, So signing off, I think I should meditate a lot. And... Try to be better beings and let's meet in the next episode. Bye bye. <laughs> Namaskaram.
1: Namaste. Thank you.